Okay, this, today's stuff is Nun Zayin. And uh, in yesterday's uh, Shira, we were looking at the mission, we began the mission that discussed in terms of dealing with trauma, in terms of what are the, uh, how, we deal with trauma like we would, like we would call in. And the, and the section we're going to deal with now is it says if you're pouring a clear out and it had trauma in it, how particularly do you have to be to get every last little bit out before you can say fill it with chulin and you're considered mabatlis el chachila? So he says, and I pour it out three drops, once three, once three drops, like you've poured it out and it, give it three drops, and that's that, that's sufficient. That's what the Mishnah said. So Tamantanina. So this is when it comes to Hosha Mishpat as well. It says Kina. But also, but sorry, what we also said though is that if you do leave it overnight and the last little bits come out and it collects, well, that's still considered trauma. Okay. Now it says here kina What happens again? The case of a mocher is a very similar idea. If you're trying to sell a, a jug full of oil to your customer, then also three drops is sufficient. However, here kina shel mocher. However, um, when it comes to selling it, if you do leave it overnight and it drips out, then it's we don't say you've got to find the lokeach. You can simply uh, sorry, just something just flicked up here. Okay, you, you don't, okay. Back to this. You don't say you don't say that you have to find the 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 lokeach and chase after him and the next day and say, look, I left it overnight and here's the last little bits that were really yours. No, it's shelamocher. And and here we're just the few words from the line below will ring back up. It says mahachin. And he here in our mission you say that that which drops out is considered truma. In other words, let's let's do the parallel now. In the case of Chosha Mishpah, in the case of Mecher, those, if you, once you've done the three drops, everything that's left behind is, is considered like the Mocher's. Mashma, the what? It's, uh, it's, it's not considered part of the sale. So in our case, when it comes to trauma, we should probably say the same thing. The once the three drops have gone out, anything that's left behind is also considered the Mocher's equivalent, which should be, should be, should be, should be considered Chulim. So let's switch the case in the case of um, in the cell, in the case of uh, a sale. Says Rabbi Yochanan, he says, In other words, no, those if you leave it overnight and anything that comes out is not of the mochers, it actually has to it belongs to the lokeach. So yes, practically it would be difficult. You'd have to find the person you sold it to and give him the last few uh, mil that, that was extracted out overnight. Um, so he changes the case in Bava Batra to parallel our Mishnah. Ava Amr Yitzhak says, no, you, you can't, it's not right. Amr Yitzhak, you cannot compare the two cases. Our case, truma's truma, and that's the end of the story. I mean, if you leave it dripping out, that which comes out is considered truma. However, in the case of Mecca Chomemkar, it's, the reason why anything that's left that's dripping overnight is considered of the mocher is because of Mishum Yiyush. I mean, the Loach, Lokeach, he wants to get out of there, he fills his clear, three drops is enough, and anything left behind, he says, look, I'm a yayish from, I'm not going to come back, I'm not going to come and collect it. So therefore, in case of, you can't compare Isurim to Chosha Mishpa, basically, uh, or Dine Mamanot. So therefore, therefore, it is really no problem with these two Mishnahs talking about two different things. Now we ask the same thing, Af B'Kodesh Ken. Is it also the same thing when it comes to Kodesh? Meaning the question is, um, do we also not need to wait for it to Get, get every little bit from the, the, of oil, for example, that's stuck to the sides of the walls, or is three drops, uh, like, is three sufficient, or do you need to get everything out? So, Atavu B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan says, Indeed, that's the case, that three drops is sufficient. So, Am Rabbi Yoshaya, That's only talking about Kodshim, the Yeshla Matirim. Yeshla Matirim means once you offer some of it, then the rest of it can be eaten by a Kohen, Okay. For example, like a minchor offering, whether she rhyme eaten by a kohen. 
אבל בקודשים שיש, שאין להם מטרים, בקורבן, זה כולו כליל, for example, המנחה of a Kohen, offering, like they, they, the whole thing has to be offered up in the base Midrash, there is no Shirayim, then we say, אפילו כושר צריך להחזיר, since the Torah is מקביד, that the whole thing has to be burnt, then you know three drops isn't sufficient. You've got to make sure you get every little bit of residue that has to go onto the, onto the, onto the Mizbeach. Okay, so he's mechalik between the two. So when it's hutar shirayim lechila, then you don't have to worry about it, but if it's, if it's kulal Mizbeach, then it's critical. So Rabbi Bun Bar Chiyah says as follows, Now we know part of the Torah process of the Mitzorah is he brings this log, this shear of shemen. Some of it, what happens is, is that it's actually, they take the according to the hand of the Kohen, and some of it's sprinkled towards, towards the, the, the Kodesh HaKodeshim. Then it's also placed on the eel of the thumb and the toe, on the places where the blood of the Sham was placed. And the rest of the hand is placed on the head. And the Shidraim is given to the Kohen to eat. And the question, do we have the same thing by the Log Shel Metzora? Now, find a bit difficult. He says, He says the seven, the seven has a Kohen Mizbeach, but I didn't... The Rambam says, and like the, the, the symbol I'm saying, Mishnah was actually towards the Kodesh Kodeshim. It wasn't actually on on the Mizbeach. And if you look at the Rosh Cerulean, he actually says when he says Lok Shel he says the question is because Michav, it says Mibala Kivan to be in to be inan Lok Shalem beYadakohen Kadeshitema Menu Matan Behonot. Since we need the full log to place to do the sprinkle to, to put it on the thumb, the toe, and the earlobe, and all that. We say kevan kevan de any tanli ishin. Since it's not, it doesn't reach the fire. Um, the question is, sorry, I skipped the line. Kevan de racha matanot shari lekohen. Since after you do the sprinkling, the remainder, it's considered there is a shiraim, if you like, the kohen can have the remainder. Or dilma kevan de any tanli ishin. Maybe because that none of it reaches a fire. Lo chashi v'yeshlamatirin. Maybe it's not considered like all other cases. We say yeshlamatirin. Okay. It's a different situation because a classic Yeshamatirim is Samak gets a Mizbeach and the Shrayim is Nechalakoanim. Here, since, according to the Rosh Surya, since nothing actually reaches the Mizbeach, maybe it's not the same din. Maybe you can't say it's like, and maybe we actually need every little drop to be in the hand of the, uh, of, of this uh, Kohen to be, uh, to do the, um, the, the, the sprinkling. Okay. Mara says, In Tema Tzrich Lachzir, Velohichzir, if you say he needs to get every little drop out, Velohichzir and he didn't, over Mishum Chisaron, then he hasn't got the full shear because he needs a full log. And in time, if you say he doesn't need to, and once you do three drops come out, it's sufficient. But nonetheless, this coin goes ahead and goes ahead and is machmir vehechzir and goes ahead and starts getting every little bit out of it. Then he's over Mishum Yitaron. Then he's taking too much. Because if the Torah says you don't need to worry about all the scrapings and you need a shear shalem and you get all the scrapings from the edge, the stuck to the walls, then now you've added too much. So that would be the question. So Reb Chinina, he says, He doesn't learn that suga this way. I'll read you Rosh Shirelio again. So he understands it was absolutely partial when it comes to the log shomatzora. You need every little bit, okay? And based on that. Amar Rabbi Oshaya, lo shano ele bakodshim sheyesh matirim, aval bakodshim, bakodshim she'en la matirim, afilo koshu tzarech lachzir. But we've saw Rabbi Oshaya says it's the difference between yesh la matirim and e'en la matirim. Nachon? If it's, if you said that they've got, they've got 
then you don't have to worry about every little bit. But if there is any, you know, if it's Kula Ala Mizbeach, in the past we said, that you do have to worry about every little bit. Vahadin Lug Shel Matsora, but one second. This Log Shel Matsora, this is a Kasha, this Log Shel Matsora, it has a Shirayim. Lok Akot Shibachlim Matrim Hen, it has a Shirayim in the Koinim Kanida. The Taimat Sarich Lazgir, Elahzir, and you've just said, or we've just learned, it's Pasha, you have to get every little drop out. So therefore, we are using the case of Log Shel Matsora as a kasha on this distinction whether it's material or not. Because here we've got a case of, of the Log Shel where it's pashut according to uh, Rav Hanina's reading. Pashut, you need every little drip. Every little bit has to get into, has, has to be collected. And, but it has a material. So you can't use, you can't say that everything that's got a material, um, you don't need to worry about every little drop. Okay, if there's a shirayim. Okay, that's why he's, he's brought out as a kasha. So Hada Amra, the, based on this kasha, we say that you'd have to get every little drop out. Or if you didn't get every little drop out, you'll be over on not having a full shear. It would be a puzzle. Okay, next. Now, when we're talking about, you might think we're talking about like Hagala, but the problem is here we're talking about Klei Cheres. Now, Klei Cheres, you can't really kasha. So what we're saying here, when it comes to Kereshe Bishel Batrum, what if you cooked up in this Klecheres, an earthenware Kle, Truma? All, has to, all you have to do, you have to do Hagalah, Magila Bachamim, you sort of, you, you boil it up, you have boil it up with water three times, and that's enough. Meaning that's enough to kashrat, if you like. Amrabah, the Novela, but you can't learn what comes from Novela, because it comes in Novela, meaning Isur, a bus, like a non-kosher meat. That situation is not going to help you doing hagala because why in klecheres we know that the flavor doesn't get get expunged, it doesn't get removed from it through kashra. So I'm Rabbi Yossi, Kashaita Kamei Rabbah. This is Rabbi Yossi, the kashra before Rabbah. I don't understand. Truma is avon mita bidei shemayim. Nevela is a lotase, which is mochamer or clearly truma. And the atamar hachem, you say truma just three times is okay, and nevela can never be kashered. You'd, I think the opposite, if you're going to be making with one of them. So, no, this is a point of the that says, now, In other words, really, you can't kash a klicheres. However, here, when it came to trumas manazeh, which is medarabanan, they were makil to say that three, you know, hagala three times would kashra. Okay? In other words, it really derates, it's not even considered truma. So therefore, since it's Truman's man as a Rabban, and they will make it three times in this good cash. So Rabbi Yostai bar Shunam, Bai Kamei Ravmana, Taninan, Im Hirkina Umitzat Harezet Truma, Batam Rahachin. But one second, you've just said to us, you've just said that in our Mishnah, that if you pour out a jug full of oil, all you have to do is worry about three drops. But if you leave it overnight, and it collects all the rest of it, then it's still considered truma. So we're machmir even to consider those little shiraim like considered truma. And here you're makel to say, oh, hagala three times and it's okay. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, it was a bit loud. The klecheres nami kosha, it says, um, it says, the klecheres, this is the kasha of Chaim, says, the klecheres nami kosha ho polet. Klecheres, it's always going to give out a little bit of the flavor. The ech batala kelba, how can you be makil? Because you just said with truma, anything that comes out of this clear uh, that's left it turned over overnight is considered truma. So you should say the same thing by klecheres when you're kashering it. Every little bit that comes out can, should be can still considered truma. So he says, no, there's a difference. Amale kanaliadeha or nigal He says there's a difference. Here, 
when you're leaving it overnight to, to drip out, that's a truma oil just coming out. However, with Hagalah, we're doing Hagalah. Yes, it'll be a little bit left over, and it's almost a tiny bit left over. Now, for Trefus and things like that, Navela, for sure, we're choshish for it. But again, from the Rabbanans, it's a, such a small amount, and you've used Hagalah to pull it out three times. Therefore, Chachamim at choshish for Trumad Rabbanan, and don't think, don't bring that as a kasha, something you've left literally dripping overnight, and you've got something substantial coming out. Okay. Next, Shamayim Shel Truma. This is all the pressed out grapes and the like, the sediment. Uh, what they would do is, is this is that um, they would uh, actually put water in it that soak this, uh, these pips and the, and the skins and things like that in water, and it'll get a tamiyayin. And um, that was called, I've just slipped my head. Anyone? It's called Shamayim Shel Truma. So if you use a shamayim Shuma, harishon vasheni asur, meaning you soak it in water, that, uh, that, that if it gets a tam wine, that would be asur. However, shlishi, the third time you soak water with the repeat soaking, that's got a tam kalush and be mutar. So that's what says, bimed vim amurim. When do we say that? But that that's natan mayim. That's when you add water to it. Avalo natan mayim. If you didn't add water to it, meaning you added some other mashke, I feel shlishi, it's going to draw, even the, even the third time usage, it's still, still going to draw out some of the flavor, if you like, substantial flavor of the, um, the grapes, the, the truma grapes, and it'll be asur. What about shamam shamasasheni? What if you use this, uh, the pips and the, and the peels and all these other things from asusheni? That's different. Okay. Now, what we'll see in a second. Rishon, the first time of soaking will be asur. Asur for what? Meaning you have to take it in your shalai. You have to point it with kesef. All the other didn't, you treat it like masasheni. However, the sheni, the second soaking of mutas, so we're more maker with masasheni than with truma. Truma is the third soaking, whereas this masasheni is the second. Remer, Omer, hasheni benoten tam. He says, a sheni, it depends on whether you have to test see if it parts a flavor or not. So Rabbi Yochanan, Beshem, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yotzadak, um, he says, hakodesh keminyano. So Rabbi Chaim, and again, the other Mephashim move, like change the gears around a bit here, but Rabbi Chaim, I think, keeps it pretty straight. And his keminyano means, doesn't matter how many times you do it, when it comes to hektesh, we might work very, very machmer. That, that's what he means by the minyano. I read Columba, hektesh lo lamasur, afilu manala pamim harbe. That's what he says. Okay, next. Kharasan shel zav. He were talking about a, um, a made of klicheres, what a, a zav would, like they would used to urinate in these things, like a urine bottle type of thing. And it was made of cheres. Now, once again, there's the, um, the Zav, the May of Maim of Zav is a source of Tumah. And what's interesting, the, the Cheres of it would be, Rashavu points out, the time of Masa as well. So it's a form of Tumah. The question is, if you've used it a few times, does it become, when does it become Tahor? So Rishon Tameh, Pesheni Tahor. So the first usage, uh, so not, not usage, I should say, it's correct that, if you sort of soak it in water and, and, and wash it out, that would be Tameh. The sheni would be tahor. Now we say b'meidvarim. That's shenatan latochomayim. That's when you put water inside it. Meaning you didn't put water in it, but this time you've, you've someone else has urinated in it. We say afilu asiri tameh. Even the tenth time would still be tameh. Why? It says because the min b'minor Reb Chaim says lo batel. Because if you're using urine within urine, it's not going to battle the urine, and that's and then it's, it's still going to be tameh. Okay. Uh, what's interesting here, the tamen tahor we're referring to. Is like the water that's inside it, right? Does the water become tamer from the wall, the, the urine that's absorbed in the walls? I think Rashi actually talks about the clay itself, but um, 
leave that for another time. Let's continue. Now here, if you recall, we said in the Mishnah, this is the last thing we said in the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, how much, how much can I have from Maeser of Demai? That's the last part of the Mishnah, like in terms of the, uh, the, uh, the minimum, how small is it that I, that I have to actually now take it to a Kohen. And we said, and I quote the Rashi really yesterday that I said actually really means an eighth, and other Mepharshim actually means I think the difference in Girsa is whether it's an eighth or a sixty-fourth. I mean, if you look at Kat Mishnah, he says a sixty-fourth. In any event, let's have a look. Says not no What's the chiddush that you can use it? What's not no benira that you can actually use it to your put in your candle or to burn? Reb Chaim says as follows: If you got pachot mishmonalish minit halu shel damai, that we said in Mishnah, you know, not only do you, do, you don't, do you don't have to take it to a kohen, meaning lo tema balasula, not you can't get a hana from it. Ela filu lechachila noten azar benira madlikon. The dazar can even use it to fuel his own candles when it's that small amount of damai trumat uh, meiser of damai. That's the chiddush. It's not that you have to keep it inside until the coin comes around. You can even start using it. What about the ochel? What's the minimum share of ochel that we still have to start taking it to a kohen? So he says, Kedei. Now here, take out well, the, the word levashel. You can understand why it might have slipped in. Because levashel beitzakal is usually a shear for like wood and things like that for hotel and Shabbos, right? But here it's literally Kedei beitzakal. Kedei beitzakal means the size of a chicken egg. That's a shear that we have to worry about taking it to a kohen. How did the tema? That makes sense. Um, aval, now, so you can sort of take a half um, However, uh, here, yeah, um, things, things definitely get moved around here a little bit. But it says that the distinction when we make hill only if it is Tameh. Even a small amount, you've got to do it. And even still, that's only Betamai. It doesn't matter how much it is, no matter whether Tahor or Tameh, when it comes to something that's Vadai, you have to, no matter what shear it is, you've got to give it to a coin. Um, in other words, we learn from this, the Gemara, just so we didn't lose track of here, the whole Kul in the Mishnah is only talking about Damai that's Tameh. That small amount of Damai Tameh, that's why it says not 10 near all that you can actually use it to fill your fire. Okay, next Mishnah, Karshin Truma. Now, Karshinim is um, animal food. It's, like, I think, the vetches or something. However, because they, in Shnei Re'avon, in times of famine, people would eat them. That's why Chachamim Mugozer, meaning Alder Dechak, meaning normally people wouldn't eat it. The Chachamim Mugozer Truma Olam. Okay? So now, because it's animal food, it's not considered wasting it. Normally, you can't give normal Truma, to, to, truma food to animals, it's meaning food that for human consumption, because it's considered wasting it, we're not allowed to waste Truma. However, this is animal food. You can feed it to your animals, your be'a machaya, or tarnagolim, or even one's chickens. So Yisrael, shesachar behemama kohen. If an Yisrael hide a cow from a kohen, what? We say, machila truma. Now, whose cow is it? It's a kohen's cow. So we can give the kohen, since it's a kohen's cow, you can give him, you can give the Israel. you can give the... Um, you can give the animal kashin truma. You're allowed to do that. See, here, despite the fact that the responsibility of feeding the cow is on Israel, since the actual animal belongs to the Kohen, 
and a coin is allowed to feed his own cow, his own animal, kashni truma, murtalecha betruma. And we'll see what, how, why that works based on Sukkim. We'll get that soon. What if a coin hires a cow from in Israel? Despite the fact he's responsible, this coin who hired the cow for feeding it, since the cow belongs to an Israel, then he cannot feed a, a, a cow belong to an Israel, a, a, a um, truma. So what we learn from here, it doesn't matter who's responsible for feeding it, it's whose property it belongs. If it's a coin's cow, it can be fed truma. However, if there's a different business arrangement, the story is different. Israel says, What if an Israel took a cow from a coin, is some, meaning he's responsible for anything, even, even if it dies, if it's net and so it's as if now it's completely his property. He'll have to pay back the value of the cow from what the, that he took. So we say, Then he can't start feeding it because the fact that Israel's some para now becomes as if it's his. Similarly, if a coin some param Israel, what if a coin got a cow from an Israel, but it didn't under the conditions that is in all situations, meta, it doesn't make a difference, honest, therefore it's as if it's considered now effectively the property of the coin. So therefore, machinet truma. So we have the opposite of case. In a normal borrowing arrangement, it's considered the property of the person who lent it to it, who, who rented it to him. In a case of summa, we says no, it's considered like while it's in the possession of the, if you like, the borrower, it's considered like it's his property. Okay, next case. When it comes to shemen strefer, shemen strefer is tamet truma. We said we've seen this before. You can use it to light. You can use it for lighting within a beit knesset and a beit midrash. Um, the reason for that is if you're Reb Chaim that's provided that the coin him around, and therefore since coin him will derive benefit from the shemen, so too Israel can get benefited as well. Okay. Um, also not to be also mavot also alleyways so street lighting baruch i feel the i feel um the feel al gabeya cholim brashot coin even even um in um even by sorry mavot afelim sorry even dark alleyways va gabe cholim brashot coin and also by a chole as long as the coin around okay uh, now batishrashin is a coin what if a batishrol marries a coin now she can have truma the im limudal limudat lavo if she is frequent by her father, so she comes to her father's house a bit, we say, when she's present, he can use the Shemit Sreifa for lighting in the house, because again, she's considered a, a, this, this uh, effectively a, someone who's like a coin, is batches from married coin, can enjoy from Truma, so he can, he can, he can enjoy along with her. You can use it to the Shemit Sreifa in a Simcha place. And also, but not in a Beit Avil, not in a house of mourning. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda says actually the opposite. Omer Beit Avil, below Beit Mishta. Rabbi Meir says it's Asu Kanakam. Both places are Asu. Rabbi Shimon says Matim Rekan and Rekan. So you've seen every single permutation combination of Beit Avil and Beit Mishta. And with that, I don't need to explain it because the Gemara is going to be doing that. Let's continue. Minayim la parto shakon shaita suma etz Israel she'ena machila truma. How do we know that if it's a parato shel kohen, that is, that is uh, again, under the arrangement, such that Israel has full responsibility, so it's like his possession. She'enu machila betruma that he cannot feed a truma tamalam of a kohen ki ki kne nefesh kinyan kaspo. The understanding is that which is his kinyan kaspo only if it's considered his property and possession can he will feed truma. Now kinyan kaspo is actually referring to avadam and things like that. So the question now the Gemara says now we have a question. It says Tani. Now, I'm inserting a little bit here, the Reb Chaim inserts, the, the Russian inserts, he says, Tani It says, they can eat truma food, but you can't give truma that's food that's 
to animals. It's considered wasting. So then now we continue with the Gemara because it says, because by the way, because it says, because it says in the Pasuk, meaning hem human beings. Now, the Gemara says, but one second, is it possible then I can't feed them their karushinim, these uh, animal food directly? It says, no, tamadloba nefesh. We see here the word nefesh is mashma even a behemah, because there's nefesh behemah as well. So therefore, it includes a behemah that can eat truma, but only certain types of truma, those, those, uh, those, that's food that is considered um, It says, I'll read you, Rebchaim, nefesh mashma after the shinah that ina behemah ochelet mishum dehefset truma, so despite the fact we saw the previous pasuk says you can't give them food to eat, that's only if it's ochel adam. That's because the hefset. But ochel behema would be okay. Okay, well, oh no, let's go. Sorry, I just give you the dots. It's tiny, tiny. Yachol lo tochal bekarshinim betiltan. Somebody says it's possible you can't give them karshinim and tiltan. Now tiltan is fenugreek. So Reb Chizkia said the Rebbe Rebbe Hashem Rebbe Yochanan says leik can tiltan. Don't include tiltan as part of the sheila. Only karshinim. Why? Because tiltan devar Torah. Tiltan devar Torah, Rechaim says, because that's human food. Therefore, if you give it to an animal, giving this tiltan, then mafsid et ochel. Then you'd be being mafsid ochel. Then you, that's why he says, don't include, when you say itanitani, it can't be taught. It's the question must be only regarding karshinim, but not regarding tiltan as well. Okay, we'll pick it up from here. Finish tomorrow. Cold.